At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just gonna rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I, I better rethink this thing. I'm gonna go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, it's me, Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. Okay, so if you're tuning in for the first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that help me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast. I have to keep saying that, but a becoming podcast, how to become a generational wealth builder, how to become someone who is financially free. Now, wealth building is a challenge. You can't expect to get there overnight, but I found that the only way to do it successfully and effectively is by learning these biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become. So the word has helped me to change how I look at, how I deal with, how I manage finances, And I have become a bank, a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and to my community. In the word of God, language regarding farming and agricultural analogies and references are used regularly. We are now in a season of series called Sowing and Reaping. We're going to be in this series for a while. There's a whole lot to unpack. We're on the fifth part. And you can always go back and check the old ones. We talk about soil. We talk about like where you plant your seeds. Um, We talk about sort of the difference between sowing and and harvesting. Um, So you can go back and, and look at those. I think that there's like a wealth of knowledge in there. The basic premise, though, is that to sow means to plant a seed. Planting a seed with regards to finances, simply put, is investing time, resources, and energy in something. To reap is to gather a crop. Um, or to get back the results of what you have put in. We call it our harvest. But there is a whole lot more to sowing and reaping than just planting a seed, waiting, and then collecting a harvest. So we're going to jump into this series today talking about um, and we, I'm sorry. So just, just as a reminder, right. There are like four other series and sometimes it's helpful to know what those are so that you can know how to build on what you're, you're finding out. I forgot to mention that the last couple of them, that, um, when you're in series, um, typically it's pretty easy to sort of like jump in and feel like you're lost because you haven't quite gotten the rest of the other portions of the series. So we're in the fifth one. So if you find that helpful um, to like, you know, go back and listen and sort of build on what you're learning, that is also um, something that's probably really wise. 
Okay, so today we're talking about sowing seed um, and the seed being placed in the right type of soil. Um, once the seed is in the ground, right, that harvest is really, really important for you to receive. However, oftentimes there are other things that get in the way of a harvest. Oftentimes those other things are called weeds. <laughs> and so what ends up happening is that after you plant a seed, there are requirements for that plant to kind of come to its full fruition. You have to water it. You have to give it some sun. There's some nutrients that are helpful. But one of the other things that's really important to do is pull out the weeds. In Matthew 13, 36 through 43, it references weeds as an evil one. It's the work of the evil one. But oftentimes we see weeds and we're like, mm, it's just a part of, you know, um, the, the process with sowing, right? That there's going to be people and things that are around that are often not supposed to be there. But however, if you have a harvest coming, know that the enemy is not too far away. And the in, in enemy is intentional in sort of planting weeds or allowing weeds to come around your harvest and impact sort of the ability for your harvest to become completely effective. So listen, you plant a seed and sometimes you plant the seed and it falls amongst the weeds. Sometimes you plant the seeds and there's a root, right? That's underneath the healthy looking soil there's, there's a root that's already started of a weed that you can't even see. So you plant the seed and you're planting it and there's a root of a, a weed underneath it. Or sometimes the wind brings in weedy seeds, right? So it brings in seeds that are specifically to create weeds to specifically impact your harvest. It's a natural part of, you know, sowing and reaping. So weeds are to be expected. However, right? God promises us a victory over all of these challenges, over all of the weeds. He still promises a harvest. So even though the weeds are inevitable, right, it's important to know that weeds will be present, but you can still have a harvest. So then think about what weeds are then when we think about uh, um, specifically finances, right? Matthew 13 and 7, the word references weeds as choking out the plants, right? It's like the overcrowding so they don't get enough nutrients or overshadowing, right? So they don't get enough sun or weeds can sometimes be overbearing. So the plant can't even stand up straight. So now when I think of weeds in our life, two things spring to mind. One that the enemy uses most often is through our mind. The other is through our relationships. Okay, so you're thinking, Anissa, how is this relevant to finances? Let me put it plainly. Whatever you decide in your heart, you know, which is a reference to your mind or God's command to renew your mind daily sets a clear connection to your financial capacity to build wealth. So again, what you think sets a clear connection. It's a clear connection to your financial capacity to build wealth. Have you already said things like, I just can't, it's too complicated, but it's too late for me. I'm too old to be able to do that. Um, I got too many responsibilities already. I'm way too far behind in debt. I got student loans or that's that's just not who I am. I'm not the type of person to be disciplined enough to be able to do those sort of things that build financial freedom, right? Like these are all things that we tell ourselves, right? Those are nothing but weeds. And then to think about the other way that the enemy attacks us with weeds, right? Or through people. No matter what kind of relationships, it can be employees, it can be your broker, it can be your parent, it can be your friend. They all influence your bottom line. Listen, 
The enemy knows it. They all influence your financial bottom line. So what does he do? He sends them. Those with differing agendas, those that take more than they should, the ones that you keep employed longer than you're supposed to, the broker that's not capable of taking you to the next level, that's the enemy too. So what am I saying? Pull the weeds, right? That's what happens. Sowing and reaping, what do you do? You sow, the, you sow it, the plant comes out, the bl it blossoms, and then what happens? You need to give it light, you need to give it water, but you also need to pull weeds. The thoughts and the people pull the weeds. The word says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So we bind whatever it is that the enemy plots for your finances to be choked out, to be restricted, to be disabled, to be destroyed. And we lose purpose, freedom, boldness, courage, fearlessness, audacity. So here's what came to light in my personal story, right? When I got into business, I was doing okay, right? But the enemy was constantly having me doubt myself, constantly having me undermine what the Lord had told me. And he was always sending people to my organization who were not supposed to be there. I didn't get it at first. Like I was like, mm, I'm confused, Lord, right? Because you told me that you're like the CEO of my company. <laughs> and so I thought I was just like a placeholder, a vessel. And I thought you were gonna move the people that needed to be with me into my space and the people that weren't supposed to be there out. I guess I kind of thought that that would just happen naturally or organically. But then he gave me this revelation. No, sometimes you have to pull the weeds. If anyone is in business and you're looking for a great way to find out which weeds you need to pull, the EOS system, it's a book called Traction. It's an amazing system. I'll actually put it on uh, the Becoming the Bake Facebook page. Um, the main concept, right? One of the main concepts is right person, right seat. Because it's important to have not just the right people at your organization, but to have them in the right spot. That's not just in your business, that's in life. It's Listen to me. It's important to not just have the right people in your life, but to have them in the right spot in your life. OK, a way to evaluate that. Right. Is ongoing checking through in your agency to kind of say, OK, hey, or your or your life. Right. Is this person in the right seat or the right spot? If not, you have to pull the weed. So let's just be clear. Let's just be clear. OK, there's no way to get around pulling weeds. OK, because um, they're going to be present, whether they fly in by the wind. Right. And they land amongst your crop or whether they uh, you stumble on them and you happen to be planting and sowing in an area that's filled with weeds. Right. And your 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 uh, your plants are coming up and sprouting, but they're amongst weeds. Um, it does not matter. Weeds are inevitable. Right. The thoughts that the enemy sends, the people that he sends into your life, they are present and they have to come, but they don't have to stay. You have to be the one that's in charge of pulling those weeds. It's important because all of those things impact your bottom line financially. Listen, how do you become a weed puller? Three things. I always give you three. Easy number, something to focus on, because this is a podcast about becoming, right? Not just a how-to podcast. This is like you becoming someone who can have characters to be, the character to become financially free. Okay, so number one, become someone who is always and constantly evaluating your mind and the thoughts that are in it and the people that are around you. 
you got to constantly be assessing. This EOS system, which was great for me, right? Right time, right place, right seat, right person is a great way for me to constantly be looking like, okay, it's not like that maybe they shouldn't be in my life. Maybe they just shouldn't be my broker, right? Maybe they shouldn't be my financial investor. Maybe I just should not be in partnership with them, right? So you're constantly pulling weeds. You're constantly removing people from out of the spaces that they're not supposed to be in. I call it check yourself and check others, right? Weeds are everywhere, right? Some of them are Christians. I don't think you have to even see it as bad. It's just a part the way it is. It's a plot of the enemy. He's going to send them. Some weeds, especially in your mind, have even served you in the past, right? Can't trust anybody. I got to focus on myself first. Um, it's all about what people see and think that matters. These are all weeds. <laughs> These things are like anti-building to your harvest, anti-building to generational wealth. So you have to regularly evaluate whether or not your weeds are working against your financial success. If they are, you got to pull them. All right, listen, number two, you have to become someone who has wise timing, wise timing. So I was talking to a sister last week of mine and she said, listen, when you're planting, you can't sow seed too early if the ground is not ready. Now, she's not talking about bad soil, right? She's saying if there's other mitigating factors, right? Like the weather, maybe the ground is frozen, maybe it's the right season, but it's not God's right timing, right? This is absolutely true of financial wealth building, absolutely true of sowing. That's why listening to God is so important. And it's an important part. And you have to go back to the previous sort of podcast to listen to that one, right? So everyone may be doing it, but it might not be the time of season for you. Everybody might be selling. Everybody might be buying. And the Lord might be like, yep, that might be true. <laughs> but listen, I need you to hold off, right? Because the ground is not ready. Right. And so we have to have this sixth sense, this connection with God to be able to listen to him. The same goes with that same timing with pulling weeds. You have to pull the weed at the right time. During the parable in Matthew, the farmers asked, the farmer asked the master, he says to him, hey, farmer, you know, master, excuse me, you sowed in some areas, right, that has weeds and now they're both growing up. Should I pull the weeds? And the master says, no, don't pull it yet. Because what has happened is, is sometimes the weeds from the root, the root of the weed and the root of the actual plant or harvest are together. And they're so close that if you pull them, right, you'll destroy the harvest. So it's about timing. He tells them, wait until they're all grown up, right? And then we're all grown, then extract what's good, right? What's part of the harvest and then get rid of the weeds. So you cannot just walk around pulling weeds. Okay. I know I told you to pull weeds, but you have to be thoughtful about how you do it. When you do it, timing is important. Okay. That's one and two. The last one, <laughs> y'all are going to laugh a little bit. You got to be a gangster. Okay. Yeah, I know that probably wasn't grammatically correct. Okay. All right. And Christians are maybe not supposed to be gangsters, but listen, think about Joshua taking over the land that God had called him to, right? God said, when I hand them over to you, get rid of all of them. The women, the children, cattle, everything. He's walking into God's promises, right? God has said, hey, here is the harvest from all of the sowing you did, right? All of the sowing the Israelites did. Here's the harvest. And when you get there, wipe everybody out, right? Even all the stuff. One time when they didn't do it, they got into another battle and they lost it. 
when God was, you know, they prayed to God and God came to them and was like, listen, I didn't, I didn't like make sure that y'all won the battle because there's somebody in your camp who was not obedient. They didn't wipe everybody out. Here's the thing. God doesn't tell us to do things because he's controlling or he just wants his way. Not even because he wants obedient children, because God tells us what's good for us. Later on, when the Israelites became hard-headed and didn't listen, and they left people in the land that he told to pull all those weeds, to get rid of everybody, they would be those same people that would pull them down, right? Weeds, sometimes left unpulled, end up being a hindrance later. The enemy knows that, so does God. That's why it's important to pull the weeds. I know it's hard and I know it's difficult because that means you got to fire people. It means you got to sever relationships. That means you have to like rebuke thoughts that come up in your head. However, pulling the weeds is absolutely 100% necessary for generational wealth building. All right. So we're in a season of sowing and reaping, right? Remember, I don't think the Lord put farming and agricultural references in the Bible just for fun. I think that there's learning here. There's a concept to become a farmer someone who is always evaluating your mind and the people around you, someone who is becoming that becoming someone that understands the importance of timing and becoming a gangster, <laughs> pulling the weeds, letting people go. I say spiritual gangster. I actually have a t-shirt that says that. Anyway, all right. I pray that something you heard blessed you today. I hope that you take on these principles and practices to become a sower and a reaper and a generational wealth builder. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. OutSchool provides live online classes for kids. They offer academic classes as well as interest-based classes. The topics are so cool. Everything from art and fitness to physics, mindfulness, food, history. A lot of these topics are things that are not taught in your regular school. Check out their amazing classes. Your kids are going to love it. mealtime with my family, especially when my mom lets us help with cooking. We always have a good time mixing eggs and cutting the crust off bread for sandwiches. But I had no idea that eggshells and breadcrumbs could be recycled. Do you know that 20% of trash is food waste? But there is something we can do to get that number down. Ramsey County has a program that lets us recycle food. That's right. I gather up banana peels, orange peels, and meat scraps that I can find. Then once a week, I drop them off at Ramsey County Food Scrap Collection Site, where it gets turned into compost for gardening, landscaping, and more. 
It doesn't cost my mom a dime, and I feel like I'm doing my part to save the planet. Recycling is for everyone, and it's easy to do. Just log on to RamseyRecycles.com to find out more. For millions of Americans, the pandemic impacted our financial situations, and a lot of people lost their jobs. But that should not mean you have to lose your house if you can't pay for your mortgage. Listen, no need to feel ashamed if you missed a payment or two or three, because there's a local organization that's willing to help you get caught up on those payments so you can keep your home. Let me tell you about the Minnesota Home Ownership Center. It's a nonprofit whose sole purpose is to prevent you from going into foreclosure. The Minnesota Home Ownership Center has a network of organizations around the state to review everything with you, explain your options, and then advocate for you to get the help you need. And get this, they won't charge you because it's all free. Check out hocmn.org or give them a call at 651-410-1086 to set up an appointment. You worked hard to get into that house. Let Minnesota Home Ownership Center help you stay in it. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Researchers have found that physical activity has a direct impact on our moods. People feel more content, more awake, and calmer after being physically active. Start with a low-intensity aerobic exercise. Even a short burst of 10 minutes of brisk walking increases our mental alertness, energy, and positivity. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Need lunch? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Doing dinner? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at hyvee.com slash mealtime. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make it easier to avoid overdraft fees? And we can. Now, if you're overdraft at Huntington by $50 or less, you won't be charged an overdraft fee. And if you're overdrawn by more than $50, you have time to fix it with 24-hour grace. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people out. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Your account will be closed if it is negative in any amount for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone and Huntington.com slash grace. 